0: I've got the power! i got the power! That's
1: right, Ben. You've got the power. You've got the power.
0: To make PowerPoints fun again.
1: <laughs> yes! Get ready to be powered up as we powwow about the wonders of a good looking PowerPoint. Wow, that's Wow, pal, (laughs) pal, pal! Oh,
0: wow, pal! Pal. Look, it's a great song. I just thought we need to have it in there in some in some way.
1: We do. We do. I'm loving, loving the '90s flashbacks today.
0: Oh yes! But uh, you're of course listening to the Fifty Five Podcast, where we talk all things design, marketing, fun facts, and
1: content snacks. Oh, I always say that. Content
0: snacks. Because it's breakfast time and you're hungry. What are you thinking about? Your snacks.
1: Well, if we move this to the evening, it'll be... Still snacking. <laughs> and... A bedtime story. Fine wine. Fine wine. Fines.
0: And delicious liquids. <laughs> well, we are by
1: the water, so, I, you know, yeah. different kind of liquid. Uh, my name is Ben. I'm the founder of 55 Dots, and I'm here with my mate.
0: My name's Anna. I'm the co-host, and also, a, well, not also, I'm a digital marketer. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to hang out with Benjamin. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I also need to learn how to speak. PowerPoints. But before we get into it, we're going to talk through some fun facts because that's how we start. We're just fun kind of guys, aren't we? We are. Fun guys. Fun guys. Fun guys.
1: You know, everyone wants to be us, around us, (laughs) with us.
0: (laughs) Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? You can go first this week. Look, we're so polite with each other, aren't we? Such good manners. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm already regretting this fun fact because it's a bit beyond my thinking, but I thought I'd start the conversation on what the heck is the metaverse? Metaverse. Whoa. What? What is it about? I'm just about? like about to explain the big bang theory basically. <laughs> no. Well, it was interesting cuz at work we had um, Andrew Yip, an amazing researcher, 3D artist and immersive systems designer come in and talk to us mm. about all the cool virtual worlds and installations he's been creating. And I always thought the metaverse was like Facebook's thing. But actually, Facebook, because they've got meta.
1: Yeah, I, maybe that was Mark Zuckerberg trying to trademark the word. Well, that's
0: the thing. And also, like, you know, people say Uber it. They were saying the trend. Yeah. Uber claimed that idea of ride sharing. Yeah. And so now the metaverse, Facebook's trying to claim their ownership over this virtual reality world. But... Just to start on this, and maybe we should do a whole other episode on it because I think it's just so much to cover, but a metaverse, it could be characterised by it's a persistent virtual world um, that continues to exist even when you're not playing or interacting with it. So it's an augmented reality that combines aspects of the digital and the physical worlds together, but you don't actually need particular physical spaces to access that virtual reality or augmented mm. reality, so...
1: Is it basically a virtual reality but um, online?
0: A virtual – I guess it's a virtual – is it online or is it – it's just on all the time? (laughs) I don't know because, you you know, you can go to an art installation and there's something projected on the wall or – what was interesting is this idea of responsive media and so, like, you walk Mm. into a space and as the audience moves –
1: Have you um, done any of the VR stuff?
0: No, uh, like, worn the goggles. Have you got the goggles?
1: No, I don't because they're very expensive.
0: They're thousands, hundreds. I don't know.
1: Were you at eBay when we did the – the partnership with Maya was a VR experience. No,
0: I don't think so. I
1: was in the paper wearing goggles. You were the goggle model. Car, car, but we used to, it was with your phone, and uh. they had the cardboard cutouts. Um, and we did a virtual reality world where you could shop the Maya store on eBay through VR, that's pretty cool. Yeah, did it
0: go well? Was it a good in, the activation? Uh,
1: it was more of a PR thing than an actual. Mm. I don't think it was they were ever intended to actually get anything out of it, except brand awareness and some PR. It was good, but for someone like me, I struggle a lot because of the eye stuff. Yes. Oh, so course. the VR world is not, not friendly for me. I haven't tried a proper VR experience, though, so... It's a bit triggering. It does look cool,
0: though. It does look cool. Actually, yeah, you can, I still love the idea of you being a goggle model, <laughs> like just that being on your CV. Yeah.
1: My boss was in the photo with me. So,
0: so you know, it's a, you're a team of models for, yeah, go- yeah. for goggles in particular. Yeah. yeah, it is super interesting, and I, I was really enlightened yesterday when I heard about just all of the possibilities and something that was really interesting is in the metaverse often they create this world where it's like you're sitting at a table a board table it's like you can literally create anything why would you go and digitalize a board room room. (laughs) you're like come on guys
1: for remote working, I suppose.
0: For remote working, but also, so like, why can't you just meet in a forest
1: with little oh, yeah. with
0: rainbows and bunnies? That would be
1: much more fun. That would be much more fun. I'd fun. make everybody meet on a boat. You could meet
0: break. on, oh, yeah, oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. I think you need to do this.
1: We do. But right, people
0: man. could <laughs> join us in a virtual podcast Joy. world.
1: <laughs> yes. On the boat.
0: Yes. And pop and yes. champagne. Like that dream it. can I love come to it. life. So yeah, that was my fact.
1: Oh, cool, awesome. We do, should do an episode on the metaverse. Let's do it, Because yeah. I would love to know more about it, actually. Yeah, me too. We'll just use it's the... How it's going to affect marketing, if ever, because...
0: Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. happening, baby.
1: And we should invest in some stuff. Like yeah. Business expense, research, yeah? Yeah, it's
0: imp- yeah, I want to wear...
1: Can we both be goggle models? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I'm the front runner. <laughs> 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 goggle model number one. Would you like to hear my fun fact to speak. I would love to hear it. So I got my fun fact off, and I'm going to apologise my French pronunciation are shite. That's the one a bit German at the end there. So tomorrow night, um, we're going to the Milan Rouge (gasps) show. I wanted to take our Chief Operating Officer Kurt, uh, so I thought it'd be a good experience because I'm not sure if they get those sort of productions in the Philippines, so I wanted to make sure that he had got to experience it while he was here, so a little entertainment expense. So my fun fact this week is about the Moulin Rouge. Mm. So did you know that the Moulin Rouge name may have been inspired by a gory event in Montmartre history?
0: No, what gory event?
1: I'll tell you. So back in the 1800s, there were many windmills, or Moulin, in Montmartre, Mm -hmm. so Moulin means windmill. So it could be just as simple as that. They just found it and went, look, windmill. It's a fancy concept, not really. Um, but <laughs> perhaps there is a legend that their inspiration comes from a red windmill linked to a tragic historic event. What? So during the final days of Napoleon um, Bonaparte's rule in 1814, the French were being um, defeated by the Russians. Mm-hmm. It's always about the war. The victory came with an attack on Paris. However, not all Parisians wanted to give up that easy. Mm. You know, they're fighters. The Debray brothers, also known as the owners of the Moulin de la Galette, were defending their property against invaders. Three of the four brothers were killed. Wow. The one that survived deemed revenge for his brothers by shooting Russians, Russian officers. Uh, this ultimately led to him being killed, mm. his body cut into pieces, <gasps> and nailed to the arms of the windmill. Whoa. Yeah, pretty gruesome, sorry, I know you That is <laughs> <laughs> so, gr- and that's why it's called Red Windmill. Yes, yeah, so the rumor has it. In memory of the tragic band, their mother mm. uh, put a red windmill on their graves and they believe this may be the real inspiration behind the windmill, the Windmill Red, also known as the Moulin Rouge.
0: Whoa. That is giving me a whole fresh perspective on the <laughs> Moulin Rouge. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, super interesting, though. I guess that's reality, but there were tumultuous times.
1: Uh, yeah, so that was my fun. But
0: you're going to love the the musical. I I I, I can't wait. I
1: yeah. can't wait. I'm so excited. I
0: was like... I work in independent theatre, and so I was like, wow, that budget is just offensively huge. It's spectacular and spectacular. <laughs> it's, <that's>, they've literally <laughs> achieved the lyrics in the in the play. Um, but, yeah, have a great time. We'll, we'll report back about it next week. Cool. I'll we'll tell see. you
1: about my limbs made remained
0: yeah. intact. <laughs> you, your flexibility's increased with all the can-canning yes. you've done. I wear my
1: titty tassels. <laughs> yeah. How many pairs of those have you got? I actually have one pair of those. You have one pair. You just that, have
0: the one tassel?
1: No. That's that's for, we'll talk about that on the 55 podcast After Dark.
0: <laughs> oh, like, yeah, that's the, the next series yeah. that we release the, what's it, our OnlyFans account? Yeah. <laughs> We've got like a shared OnlyFans
1: account. <laughs> <laughs> We've we'll moved to Skip from Patreon to OnlyFans. Love it.
0: Exactly. No, it's a big jump. But we are talking about
1: PowerPoints today, Ben. It's <laughs> such like, a weird, like, transition from, like, <laughs> the Moulin Rouge, spectacular, spectacular, OnlyFans. Let's talk about PowerPoints. Let's just call them random
0: facts <laughs> instead of fun facts because sometimes they're
1: gruesome sometimes, but, you know.
0: So, uh, yeah, PowerPoints, they can be a bit rough. But tell you what was a powerful romance? The one in Moulin
1: Rouge. Yes. It was a powerful romance. Oh, my God. Could you imagine the Moulin Rouge, is this where you're going, done as a PowerPoint presentation? <gasps>
0: What? What? Like telling the narrative through visual
1: images? Yeah, do you have stats on there like 1% of courtesans? (laughs) Uh, Get tuberculosis. Oh, no, this is some
0: dark stats. We've gone even darker than before. But uh, (laughs) but PowerPoints, why do people get little twitches when they hear the word PowerPoint? What is it about PowerPoints?
1: Well, I guess we've all sat through a tediously long, boring PowerPoint.
0: That we have.
1: One that's visually unappealing. Mm-hmm. One where the presenter wants to proceed to read you a story that's written on the screen of the PowerPoint. That's my one pet peeve. Is it? That's your biggest Oh, one. I hate it when people do that. Drives me insane.
0: They write every word they're going to say on the slide.
1: Yeah, and then they read it to you. It's like, if you are just going to read me your PowerPoint, just send me the PowerPoint. I read it at my own time.
0: <laughs> that's my pre-read, do they call it? Yeah. I'm going to send it through before the meeting for you to have a pre-read.
1: Yes. Yeah, well, if you're going to, yeah. I just, like, that's a very Amazon thing to do, isn't it?
0: <laughs> well, it does, and I think what should a good PowerPoint look like is what we're going to explore a bit today as mm. well, because I think people often don't even know. If you're not a designer and you're someone that thinks about visual communication mm. and how you can actually help people digest content easily, then, you know, that's probably why you're adding your speaker's notes onto the PowerPoint directly.
1: Yeah. So I think there's two sides of it. I think you can you can speak to one side much better than to me. So I think when you're presenting something, you're not necessarily there to entertain. Yes. But you are there to engage. And if you're not engaging, so maybe you can talk to some ways to engage when you're presenting because it is a, a it's almost like the Moulin Rouge. Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman, courting each other.
0: Mm. Without
1: each other, there is no romance. So you need the engagement and the courtesan's is probably the visuals.
0: Exactly. The feather, the <laughs> yeah. bowers yeah. and yeah,
1: exactly. sequins. But alone, she can't make it. <laughs> she needs Ewan. I think I'm getting this wrong. Isn't he the courtesan?
0: No, she's the courtesan. Is she? No, you're not getting it wrong. gear yeah, she's yeah. the courtesan.
1: All right, cool. courtesan's
0: like the, um, yeah, like an escort.
1: All right, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. for some reason I'm like. Ewan, oh, he could be. Who's the one that she's getting... They're trying to pawn her off on. What's his from uh, The Duke. <laughs> That's what he is. Anyway, we don't want to talk about him. Um, so I might just talk about what I see wrong, uh, the five biggest mistakes mm. um, people make visually. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Often we obviously get PowerPoints and Google Slides presented, sometimes keynotes as well, very rare. All the same thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Often we see a lot of people trying to fit a lot of content in on a PowerPoint in one slide. That's a big no-no for me, first of all. Again, it goes back to like, because they intend to read it. So, it's always not good. They're looking at the screen as well. For some reason, they're too scared to. I don't know why. It's this weird thing that people seem to think, I can't put that over four slides. It's more um, efficient on one. You're presenting this. Present the slide quicker because it's more visually appealing, stimulating. Yeah, it's got better pace. And, and have four slides than try to fit it all in one because you can't do much visually with that because uh, it's just copy everywhere. So, that's the first one. Like, if you have a lot of copy, even if you're not intending to read it, space it out. Like, add more slides, facts and figures. We know you love a good stat. Um, they should be presented visually with infographics on your. Like, people want to be able to look and take in what, like, even though I'm not listening to you, it happens. We all, uh, some of us have ADHD. Uh, we just want to be able to look at what the stat is, yeah. what you're presenting, and like, absorb it really quickly. So, those are another visual cue. Not on brand, it's a big one. The biggest mistake I often see is like the brand team like might create a, a brand, and then Sally from accounts is doing her financial update and uh, decides that. She has a personality uh, and <laughs> wants to um, make it her own, so she adds her own icons in. Oh, no. She adds her own colours in. Oh. She forgets about spacing margins and padding. Oh, um, no. So it becomes a bit of a mess to look at and it's not very cohesive. So icons are the biggest one I see as a mistake. It's like everyone just pulling icons and, and images. Like
0: random icons that are different, different weighted lines yeah. and just not a set of icons. Or flat
1: and some are coloured and it's just a mess. So... And then, obviously, people stealing stuff from Google Images with, like, watermarks on it. It doesn't no. look very good for use. A
0: watermarked
1: image? Terrible. Do yeah, people all.
0: do that all low res? Or oh, low res is the worst. We're such PowerPoint snobs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, they're probably the biggest mistakes I see is just the visual representations is not very good. And it's just trying to put too much in. This is a visual aid for you to speak to. Mm-hmm. It's not your feel and everything.
0: Yeah, Exactly.
1: It's, I like to think of it as each slide is just should be your bullet points to remind you what you wanted to say. Just like a little guide. Yeah. Not big, thick, heavy words. It's yeah. not an essay. Yeah. When you put the whole entire like mm-hmm. data analytics on there, it's like mm-hmm. no one's going to be absorbing every line. What are the key to takeaways? That's what you want to talk about. Well, that's what the key takeaways is what you actually want to show.
0: Yes. What yeah. do you want the person listening to or the people to come away with, or what action do you want them to take? Yeah. Use
1: your voice for the detail.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, that's how you add yeah. colour, even yeah. if you're not a performer.
1: So those are the five biggest design mistakes I see. What are your, What would you say are the mistakes people do for engagement or how could they make their presentations more engaging?
0: Yeah, excellent. I think a lot of my experience back at eBay in the corporate world and, you know, trying to pitch different ideas in. Uh, there was one we had this creative testing idea and we wanted to optimise some of the homepage stuff and it was really great because there was a, a more senior staff member who sat me down and I put took them through the idea that was in a powerpoint um and they said you know you need to tell a story like what's there's no narrative in here you've just got stats and images and i'm not sure what you need from me
1: <laughs> where is this car going
0: where is it exactly yeah it's an electric car with a windmill <laughs> it flies no it doesn't but what was really helpful is she you know said let's explain how this will meet strategic goals in the company and then let's make it entertaining and show how easy it's going to be. So, again removing, mm. again, removing the barriers to someone making a decision in your favour and going, this is how it aligns with you, you know, this is, why it's important and this is why it's going to be excellent and then these little steps to take and then wrapping it up, you know, with a, with some any questions. So you're facilitating a discussion and mm. you just want to be super clear on the the narrative or the purpose for that meeting. So I think that's that's the number one thing. And then in terms of presenting, like you've said, in a way a presentation is a performance so you kind of do need to prep what you're going to say because you can't rely on everything being on the screen. So having even like a speaker's notes mm. page And you can put speaker's notes within the PowerPoint if you'll be looking at the screen. Otherwise, you just have a separate sheet of paper or a separate screen up on your lappy.
1: Well, most of us have the luxury now where we're all presenting over Zoom exactly most of the time, so you actually can have notes. That's such a good point, isn't it? It's right there and you just have your main screen and then your notes screen. I'd love to know from an entertainer's point of view, Mm -hmm. what are some tips that you would do on stage to keep people's engagement?
0: Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I mean, rip my pants off. Does that count? No, I'm i mean, joking. If it
1: works, it works. <laughs> if it works, I mean. it works.
0: No, that's just in drag context. But if I was presenting, I would engage the audience in a, like a conversation, so get them to use their voice. So I would say, how's everyone going? Um, anything happened today? You know, does everyone have a good morning? And get someone to sort of have a little conversation. How, what about you? What's your name? If it's obviously people that you know, you know, make a comment. Or have a little a little moment with I, the
1: audience. I mean, I find sometimes if I find someone's might be drifting off a little bit, um, I'll often just say their name. I bring them into the presentation because yeah. then it snaps them back in. Exactly. If they're like your staff or yeah. friends. I mean, I, I just say it jokingly or I'll, or, or I'll suddenly pull out like a reference. So, Raya was going to the shop.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. Drop the names in yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how you engage people, isn't it? Yep. You bring them into the conversation. And also, I think just using different tone in your voice. So it mm. can be easy if you're if you're reading uh, a PowerPoint, then you're gonna be talking like this because you are reading it and you don't know the content.
1: Throw in some jokes as well, I reckon, if you can.
0: Oh you I love mean, a pun, don't I do,
1: you? I do, I mm-hmm. do. I um also think sometimes uh you know when you're going through a long checkout flow process, you're like, oh how long is this form? And you know sometimes I go to page one or six. I think sometimes it's also nice to have a visual cue on your presentation of like how long or how far along you are within this journey with this person? Because sometimes you're like, oh, when is this going to end? It's going to go
0: forever. (laughs) That is so true there's no page numbers or even like having an index going, we're going to talk about these topics
1: and then we'll have questions. Exactly, or even a little uh, progress bar at the bottom so you know how far Ooh. along you are in this person's mm-hmm. presentation because sometimes you're like, oh, I've really got to go somewhere and this is just driveling, like, oh, my God, like, is he going to shut up. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
0: yeah, and that's going to make you more distracted as a presenter because, yeah, you know, you people are drifting
1: time. You're yeah exactly.
0: So you yeah. Do, so get a captive crowd, have good structure in your design of and fullness of the narrative. Um, as a presenter, use variety of tone in your voice, if something, and pace is a huge mm-hmm. one. So if you're saying something big. You want to slow down. Oh, wow. You want to slow down. Mm. And if it's something you want people to get excited about, you want to be excited. So I guess, you know, we're all mirrors, mirror neurons or something. So, (laughs) so yeah, if you want people to get on board, be on board yourself.
1: Oh, yes. Mm. I think I must talk very excited because I'm always talking fast.
0: (laughs) You are, yeah. You're just a hyped up kind of guy.
1: Hyped up, hyped up on... Sugar.
0: Let's talk about
1: the progress of the. I have sat through an hour like that. Have you? Mm hmm. Oh no. I, think I got a headache.
0: And give people a break. Like, <laughs> get people to stand up and, yeah. like, you know, let's have a stretch. You, <laughs> know, maybe...
1: you gave the impression, take your shirts off.
0: <laughs> right, like, exactly. This is a noob meeting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow, that'll keep people's attention. <laughs>
0: that'll keep people's attention. Maybe it confuse them. I don't know. And then, yeah, just I, I think at the end as well, giving people space to ask questions or even throughout, like be really clear if you want mm. it to be interactive throughout and you want people to put their hand up or if you want them to wait till the end because that's also a really good method of not being distracted yourself but also making sure people know they
1: have time to speak. I mean, keep people on edge. Say there's going to be a quiz at the end and I'm going to choose random <gasps> people out, out of the crowd. That is a good tactic. That is a good to tactic. To answer the questions. So, mm-hmm. best be listening.
0: That's a good tactic. And, and do you design a lot of PowerPoints?
1: We do actually. Design a lot of powerpoints. We actually often get people wanting dedicated PowerPoint designers. So we've kind of been about three for people, companies, and that's all they do is design PowerPoint presentations. Wow, a lot of sales people guys want pitch a lot. Love a good pitch deck. Yeah, so yeah, definitely something we do. uh, Both on our subscription, Uh, we have a new plan which is our low plan, which is four ninety a month. Mm -hmm. So you can get two hours of presentation work done every single day, all month. Uh, every day. every day, two hours.
0: Whoa, I know. So if you have something like suddenly coming up tomorrow,
1: well, you'd we only get two hours worked on it, but by next week we'd have we could have someone have that done for you. That's but amazing. A designer is obviously really going to help you elevate that because, you know, if you're not a designer, mm-hmm. finding what pieces of information to pull out and make it engaging is going to be maybe harder for you. But, yeah, definitely get those things designed, especially if you're trying to make a first impression with somebody. Yes, a good first impression. Mm-hmm. Sales is definitely highly important. Let that look as smick as possible. Mm-hmm. Internal presentations from Sally from Finance, probably not as not as worrying. Yeah. Uh, but anything external, get that baby designed.
0: Oh, yeah. Like you said, if it is a first impression or, or your customers are going to see it, it's got to be. Schmicko, and like, what are some of the best things you've seen on a PowerPoint? Like, that have made you go,
1: "Wow!" I just love a really good designed one. I love it when someone puts the extra, you know, some people put the extra little intention into to do animate things. Ooh! Um, so when some people actually even put animated gifs in, well, sound effects, like mixed sound, media, sound yeah, mixed media is good. Um, I always think PowerPoints kind of dry. But it's just the ones that are beautifully designed where I can just absorb the information very quickly um, and if I'm paying attention or not, I've still got the key takeaways from the speaker. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, a picture speaks a thousand words, they say, don't they? So those visual images I
1: mean you love a stat? I feel like it's right up your alley.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, Do I have a stat? I do have a stat. The average PowerPoint slide has 40 words, which is actually too many to follow. So people often are too wordy and visual data is processed 60,000 times faster in your brain than text. What?
1: Just proven my point. It just yeah. <laughs> how
0: convenient.
1: How convenient of you.
0: Yeah, it does align. But it is true. It's it's we know we can absorb
1: visuals or symbols a lot quicker than words. Just for the benefit of the doubt, anyone listening, I actually never know the stats Anna's gonna present. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. Surprise, stat. Stat surprise. Maybe that's the name of the segment. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get there. Stat surprise. We'll grant it. But people needn't fear if they have many PowerPoints or a PowerPoint to present. It should be a fun process and it can be a fun process where you don't get eye rolls from people. So is that something obviously you do do at 55 Nuts? What advice would you give to people if they're trying to freshen up their PowerPoint? So obviously beautifully designed is the key thing, but should they enlist someone to?
1: Yeah, so... Copywriter is probably helpful, actually. Mm. Um, so we have copywriters now in all our plans. Mm-hmm. New feature. Unlocked. Oh. Uh, <laughs> think of it like an explainer or a video. Sometimes a script or a story, as you said. Sometimes if you don't know how to start or where to go, copywriter is very good at helping you. Because copywriters, there's like a saying, copywriters follow. The best copy is not what you add, it's what you take away. So a copywriter will actually help you say things more distinctly and quicker. So definitely a copywriter can help you with the flow I think, of the PowerPoint. Uh, designer probably actually isn't the best person to help you cut it up because they're there to make whatever you give them more visual. They are there to help you create the visual cues from your copy, but I probably, if, it, if a copy's not your strong suit go speak to someone who's going to be good at telling a story for you. Mm,
0: That's a great tip and even, you know, because we talk a lot about writing a good brief and that kind of thing and so obviously you're the expert on the topic that you're presenting about so make sure you've been really clear on what you're trying to do and I think the taking words away is so key even with slides. I think it's very easy as well for people to be very literal it's like, you know, the stats about the importance of cleaning your driveway, that's a really boring presentation, Um, but instead you could say 62% of people... Clean their driveway every day. And so like put an interesting headline yeah. that's not just the
1: literal thing. Like <gasps> engaging. You're like, ooh. I think you can dumb it down as well. Yeah. I'm not gonna name names just in case they listen to the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. went on a website the other day and it was I could tell this person I have really good traffic because a lot of the right keywords on the website, but it was written in such a way that it was just like I knew she didn't get good conversions. And she didn't, um, because it was just so hard to read. Because it was too jargon, it was so much jargon. Oh, no. So just dumb it down for the, the lowest, not the lowest common dominator, but like the person in the business, who you're presenting to, who you think is the furthest away from your department, speak like you're talking to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like you're talking to a baby.
1: Yeah. Oh. Well. <laughs> Google get a 72%. your seventy-two. Surprise 78%. Please
0: do not do that for your presentation. Uh. Where is our profit? There it is! <laughs> our,
1: but there it is! See Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is Well that would engage me if the first presenter was running around behind the seats going,
0: pick <laughs> <laughs> Got your nose. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, maybe we're just in, inventing a whole new world of presentations. Yeah. Cool. We're offering a baby coaching service. No, well, sorry, we're not coaching children. <laughs> we're coaching you in Goo
1: Goo Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Gaga slides.
0: Gaga slides, exactly. So if you need some Goo Goo Gaga slides in your life, uh, please reach out to us at
1: podcast at 55 knotscomau or you can sign up for a credit card free trial up any of our design plans to try a week full of presentation designs at 55 knotscomau can't wait
0: to see them to lose.
1: where wins moves to